The following sermon is brought to you by ThePreachersVault.com, bringing old-time preaching to a new generation. This morning we have a lesson for you from the book of Hebrews, chapter 12, 1 through 4. And I want you to just lean next to your neighbor and say, stay in the race. Say it, say it again. Stay in the race. Stay in the race. Stay in the race. Stay in the race now. Don't, don't. I know it'll get a little rough. Hang in there. Amen, somebody. Stay in the race. Now, before we talk about running this race, amen, you need to get in the race. Amen. Some folks think they're in the race and you're not in it. If you're not in the race and you're running, you're running in vain. Amen. Wait a minute. You got to be on the inside, qualified to run this race. It's not but one race track. Not but one race track. It ain't a dog track. It ain't a horse track. It's a Lord's race, Lord's track. You got to be in the church. You must be in the church of Christ. To run this race. Now if you're outside of the church of Christ. You may be running. But it's not going to do you any good. You need to listen. Running a race in a church not in the Bible. All it's going to do. Is keep you out of jail. But if you run this race. It'll keep you out of hell. You need to hear me now. Brother Sam you mean to tell me. People are running. Yeah, a lot of people running in churches. They're doing a lot of good in these church doing. But they ain't running for the Lord. They're running for their pastor. Amen. Is that all right? Amen, somebody. Let me turn this around here and show these folks how to get in the race. Amen. That's pretty good. You need to know this. Wait a minute. You need to go in and know how to get in the race. Before you get in the race, you got to qualify. There are facts that must be believed. Facts about what? The death, burial, and the resurrection of Jesus to Christ. And without Christ, it won't be no race. No, 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 it won't be no race without him. See? And the church is where we run the race. You got it? But you can't run this race and you're not in the church. Now, I'm not talking about This building. This building is not the church. The church is in Christ, and we're talking about a spiritual house. Spiritual building. Got it? You can't even worship God in an acceptable way unless you're in the church or in the house. That pretty good? First of all, you got to believe that Jesus died for the sins of the world, shed his blood, paid for one church. You got to believe that. You got to believe that he was buried in Joseph's new tomb. And the third and appointed morning, he was resurrected from the grave. 
Now, good people, you need to listen to this. If there's no resurrection from the dead, we need to go home. A lot of people talk that talk. But let me tell you something. First Corinthians 15, it talks about, watch it, seen of me, Cephas, Jane, about, listen, 500 at one time to prove that he resurrected. Amen, somebody. That right? If he raised, was raised, we'll be raised. That's Paul's argument, 1 Corinthians 15. So do you believe in the body of resurrection? You better say amen. If not, you're wasting your time. Jesus got up out of the grave. Grave couldn't hold it. Thank God we were begotten again by the resurrection. So you, and he ascended to heaven. And he's there now. He's not coming back to the earth. He's going to appear in the cloud. And every eye shall see him. Talk to me. He ain't coming to Jerusalem. He ain't coming to this earth no more. Don't even look for that. Oh, no. Amen. That's good, isn't it? He, he died. He was buried. Rose again the third day. First Corinthians 15, 1 through 4. He ascended back to heaven. Watching. He was crowned king of kings. His coronation. And listening. Right now, he's ruling and reigning on David's throne. Listen to me. Everybody that's in the church, listen. Listen to me. Are in the kingdom. Watch it. We're reigning with him right now in the kingdom. Amen. That good? You got to believe that. Amen. That pretty good? So he died. He was buried. Rose again the third day. These are facts that must be believed. Now, there are commands that must be obeyed. What do you mean? You just don't get in the church and get in this race without obeying Jesus. Hebrews 5, verse 8 and 9, though he were a son, yet learned obedience by the things he suffered. And being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey him. Somebody said, I believe Jesus Christ, son of God. Now, but have you obeyed him? What? Have you obeyed him? And let me just remind members of the church of Christ. That's a continuous obedience. That's a continuous obedience. Let me explain like this. Say that you're going to leave from Memphis and go into Nashville in your automobile. It's going to take gasoline to start the car, but it's going to take a continuous flow of gasoline and going through the fuel injection to keep the car rolling. You just don't obey Christ one time, and that's it. You got to obey him all the way. Amen. All right. Amen. Got to obey him. How you obey him? You got to hear and believe this gospel. You got to repent of your sins. What do you mean? See, denominational people will tell you, all you got to do is believe Jesus Christ, the son of God. If that be true, what about repentance? Do you think that God will save anybody who won't repent? Oh, no. Jesus will not save you or anybody except they repent. Jesus said, I tell you nay, except you repent, you all likewise shall perish. What? You got to repent. What is it? Change your mind about sin? Stop. You got to stop this sin. What? Are you saved? No, you ain't saved yet. You confess with your mouth your faith in Jesus. Right. What do you say? I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Are you saved? Not yet. Then you're baptized. 
Jesus said, go preach the gospel. He that believeth, number one, is baptized, number two, shall be saved, number three. Now, how are you going to get being saved before you're baptized? And you know why I'm taking my time doing this, Wesley? Because a lot of preachers assume that people know this. It's somebody in this audience don't know this. Now, once you do that, the Lord will add you to the church. You can't join the church. The Lord adds you to the church. Now, when you get in there, guess what? We are positioned in Christ. We get all spiritual blessing. Now, listen to me carefully. Now, you got to run the race. Now, you're ready. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're you ready to run the race now. I want everybody to listen. You ready to go now? Listen, my son, I'm living right where I am. If you're not in Christ, listen, all that running and giving you doing, it ain't doing you no good at all. Amen. Just like putting your money in a Coke machine with no Cokes in it. Right. You're going to lose. Hey, right. Amen. Amen. Now, now, we need to encourage people. I want to encourage you. Today's lesson is a call to self-discipline. This lesson is for the church. We, we are in this another year now. First Sunday of the year. Did you get by last year? What I mean by getting by, you, you, you really wasn't faithful. And God let you come on over into 16. And you got by last year. But brother Shannon, I didn't know that. What maybe you didn't know that. And let me tell you something. I was talking to my, one of my sisters yesterday. And she said, you know, we're in this race together. What, do you think you're in a race by yourself? Oh, no. You ain't listening. Listen here. We're in this race together. That good? Self-discipline. Watch it. There are some weights and there's some sins that'll keep us from running this race. Please listen. Now, in this particular context you're setting, what we have here, we have, let me just read it. Put that text up there, Joe. Let me read Hebrews chapter uh, 12, 1 through 4. Let's look at it because they're not going to be able to see it here. I'll explain that. Now, you see, this verse starts off with wherefore. Now, when it starts off with wherefore, you just might well go back. And if you don't go back to chapter 11, you won't know what he's talking about. Wherefore, for this reason, seeing we also are compass. The word compass means around, to go around. Compass about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Now, who are the witnesses? That was the folks in Hebrews chapter 11. Great cloud of witness. Watch it. Look at it. Let us. Let us. See the us? That's talking about us too. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin. Whatever the sin is, which so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before them. Us. You see it? All right, let's go a little further here. Looking unto who? Not your mother. Not your pastor. Not me. 
when you run this race, you're looking under Jesus. Listen, under Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despised the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. I told you he sat down. You know why he sat down? Because his work was finished. You know what? You can't sit down until your work is finished. Amen, somebody. Look at here. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be weary and faint in your minds. The mind. The mind. That's where you, uh, uh, you talk in your mind. Amen. That's good. It's all about the mind. Uh, uh, then he says to the Hebrew Christian, ye have not yet resist on the blood striving against sin. What do you mean? To stop sinning, it ain't easy. Right. Let's go down and unpack this text right quick here in the next 29, 30 minutes. Let's look at something here. Watch this here. Looking backwards at the saints. Look at it. What saints? All those saints that were mentioned, mentioned in chapter 11. You got it? All right. That's verse number 1A. All right. Number 2, inward itself. What'd you say? You need to take a look at yourself. At yourself. Amen. Then 2, 2, 4, upward. Look, looking upward. Where? At the same. Now let's do it again. Looking backward at the same. What do you mean? All those folks in chapter 11, they was faithful. That they, they characterized it. Watch it. Amen. Now let's look at the stadium and gallery of people. Listen to me here. The grandstand. Wait a minute. Listen to me. Say this to the grand, y'all, the grandstand, and I'm up here running. Watch this here. The grandstand are those folks in Hebrews 11. They're looking. That grandstand. And if we could hear them shout and say, run on, brother, run on, sister, run. You can do it. We did it. You can do it. That's the way we need to do each other. We need to encourage one another. Stay in the race. Amen. That pretty good? The grandstand. He said, wherefore sin, we are compass about. Compass about with who? Well, those gallery of people in the grandstand, in the stadium. Amen. That good? Watch this here. Ain't that all right? They overcame. The folks in chapter 11, they overcame. Now watch this here. Uh, in, in chapter 11, watch it, we see Abel. What what he does? Abel, a man who worshiped by faith. What that tell us? If if he did it by faith, we need to worship by faith. We need to do exactly what God told. See, Abel did something that his brother wouldn't do. His brother didn't do it by faith, and he wasn't accepted. But when you're doing stuff by faith, God will accept you. Amen. So our worship needs to be done according to faith. And faith stands on revelation. Preach, Brother Shannon. If it ain't revealed in the gospel, you're not doing it by faith. That's why in churches of Christ who are 
walking by faith. Watch it. We don't use mechanical instruments of music. Somebody said, why don't you? Because you can't use mechanical instruments of music, mechanical instruments of music and do worship by faith. Why? Because faith don't tell you to use it. That's what you want. Somebody said, well, it'll be lively. Well, if you're looking for something lively, you ought to go to a football game. When it comes to worship, you have to worship God the way he tells us in the book. And that's what Abel did that. Right? They overcame. All right? Enoch. Look here. A man who walked by faith. Look at that. You know what? Enoch, I've been reading this, Wesley, for years. And I never got the connection in verse 6. I never got it before. I would always quote, let's put it up there. Let's put it up there. I, I would always look at verse six and quote say, without faith is improper, please in. But I never put verse five with it. Now I can, you, you get it now. Watch this here. It says, Enoch walked with God by faith and he was not. And that he had a testimony that he did what? He what? He pleased God. And then the Hebrew writer said, by faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death. Somebody say me. And was not found because God translated him uh, for before his test- uh, translation. He had this testimony. What testimony? That he pleased God. Now, of course, wait a minute. Enoch ran his race. We're running ours. Are we pleasing God? Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I didn't say are you, are we? How many just like you? Are we pleasing God? Are we really pleasing God? Then verse 6 says, look at this. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. So if you're not doing things by faith, and faith coupled with works, obedience of faith, it pleasing God. But if you say I got faith with no works, you're not pleasing God because faith is made perfect when you put the work with it. Works of faith. That good? Uh, for he, uh, coming to, he, but watch it. Uh, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he's a warlord of them that was a diligent seeking. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Wait a minute. You walking with God. I'm watching the clock. Are we really walking with God? Every day. I want to encourage you. Listen, there are certain things in this life that can really weight us down. And they don't have to be seen. Don't have to be seen in your life. It could be seeing a problem with somebody else. And let me tell you something. People in the church of Christ need encouragement. I want to encourage you the first Sunday of the year. Listen, come on. If you got out the race, come on back. Amen. Come on back. Wait a minute. Watch this here. In the wall. And it says, Noah, a man who worked by faith. Yes, sir. What? Was Noah saved? Yeah. Who saved him? God. Where did God save him? In the ark. I thought Noah was saved by grace. He was. But he was saved by Works as well. What kind of works? Works of faith. God told him to build an ark. Amen. You want to be saved by grace, true faith, whatever God tells you to do, find yourself doing it. 
Whatever God say to it, you do it, say amen and do it. Don't talk back. Listen, whatever God says, listen, just say, uh, do it, amen, and do it. You remember when in the uh, second chapter of the book of John, when Jesus at the uh, king of Galilee and marriage there, and watch it, they ran out of wine. Now, I'm not talking about the kind of wine that you get down there. That's not what I'm talking about. That's what you think it is. No. Now, ain't what I'm talking about that. What Watch this here. And they ran out. His mother came to him and said, uh, 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 they're out of wine. He called a woman. Then he said, well, the, Mary said, whatsoever he says unto you, do it. In other words, don't be talking back. That's our problem now. We want to talk back too much. The Bible say one thing, you want to talk back. Now watch this here. He said, now all I want you to do, amen, he said, what you want to do, I want you to get the water pots, listen here, get the water pots, listen here, and I just want you to start pouring water in there. Get the what water? Now, what you going to use? How you going to, you're asking too many questions, just pour the water in there and shut up. When you're doing things by faith, you don't be questioning God. Why you got to build, make it out of gopher wood? Why can't you do it like, just shut up and do what he said. Jesus said, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Why you want to say, well, what did water got to do with it? You're going to mess around and lose your soul asking these questions. You couldn't understand if he explained it to you. Amen. Is that right? Let me just make it a little easier. Let's go on over here to the hen house. Y'all will see, uh, you kids don't know that, listen, eggs don't come from a grocery store. They come from a chicken. Did y'all know that? They come from a chicken. Now watch this. If you ever raise chickens, listen here, the chicken can lay that egg. Now watch this. You're going to drive yourself crazy pulling that chicken out and so listen, I want you to explain to me how you made that egg. I'm just one, I can't figure out how you do that. I, look, man, shut up and just fry the egg and eat it. Amen. Now do, do it by faith. Whatever God tell you to do it, well, right? Uh, inward itself. Looking backwards at the saints. Looking inward at self or yourself. Watch it. The struggle. Oh yeah, don't, don't, don't even try. Amen. They that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Oh, don't tell me you don't have no problem. See, cause if you tell me you don't have no problem, I know what your problem is. It lies. All right, that's pretty good. The struggle. Go to what? What did I say? Persevere. We need to have our goal at James Road is to try to get members to persevere. Amen. Amen. Look at here. Disband the stuff that hinders. Do you know what disband means? Get rid of it. You got to get rid of it. Something we just don't want to get rid of. Amen. Listen, it ain't simple either. But if you got anything in your life that's going to keep you 
from running this raid sufficient. You notice these folks here running the raid? You don't see all that stuff on them? Oh, no. No, 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 no. You catch people that's running in Olympic, you don't sit with no backpack and all and all, none of that. Big old brogan boots, oh, no. You just want something light, amen. Amen. Look here. Let us, there it is. Preach, Brother Sanders. Let us lay aside weights. No, wait. What kind of weights is holding you down? Why, why in the world are you not faithful in the works of the church? You got some weights. You know what really just hurt Brother Dina? It just hurts so bad as you get older. Now, see, I didn't, I wasn't like that when I was like Wesley. They, oh, I didn't think about that. See, cause I thought I was going to get all the money in the world and get everything I wanted. Guess I'm going to be satisfied. It was, God done let me see all that, and guess what? Still ain't satisfied with stuff. Right. You still ain't satisfied. I'm telling you, you just, it's a it's a it's a cycle that you'll never be satisfied. Wait a minute. Look like if you just eat food one time, eat a big meal, that'll be enough. No, you got to have some more. Let us lay aside. Let us. That's all of us. Lay aside every weight. That's some early weights. Yeah, get up. What are they? You know what they are? You know those weights you got? I mean, a lot, a lot of weights. You mean, brother said, don't name the weight. You know what they are. Some of them real weighty. You know what? They, they, you got some weights maybe in your pocketbook or in your bill folder that's heavy on you. There's a little old card. A little card about that size. It's weighting you down. Yes, it's got you up at night. You can't sleep. Right. When it comes to giving, I can't give because I'm already behind on right. this card here and this card here. Watch this here. This card has got a lot of folk weighted down. Yes, Did it weight you down for doing the holidays? Is it weighted? And see, it ain't just one you got. You got a lot of them. Right. Because what you've been doing is taking... This one trying to pay all these off. It won't work. That's a weight on you. Somebody, what, what kind of weight? It's a weight on your mind. Every weight, weights, weights. Stuff that's getting you down. Wait a minute. Have you? I'm fine. You know, my brother Norfolk and it took me almost 70 years to learn how to live. I used to hear my dad and, and old people say, boy, you don't need all that stuff. And I just couldn't see it. And just like you young folk here, you think you need all that. You don't need all that stuff. Right. Amen. My mother-in-law used to say, uh, uh, Miss Lott, you need to get you another couch. He said, ain't nothing wrong with the one I'm sitting on. <laughs> yeah, I'm 80 years old, talking about buying a couch. I don't need that. I'm needed all I need is some more time. If I can buy some time, I don't need no couch. This couch set just as good as a new one. That's, that's what happens when you, when you get older. Preach, brother, son. See that? Weights. Amen. And. Look at that and. That's a conjunction. And the sin. Which one is it? He didn't say sins. The sin. What's the sin 
that keep you from being faithful. I'll guarantee you this. I don't have to know about what's going on, but if you're not faithful, watch it. It's one of the two. It's one of the two. Something holding you down. And the sin which do it so easily beset us. Now, wait a minute. It's easy. Sin, listen. You, listen, listen now. Wait a minute. Holy. When you start that sinning, it don't seem like there's nothing wrong with it. Right. But you know what it is? It grows. Right. Yes, sir. It grows. See, sin can start off as a pleasure. Right. It's real good to you. Amen. Real good. Well, let Brother Shannon explain. Look here. Let me show you something. You, you notice when, when, when these boys get these girls and they take them in the park late at night in their car and everybody's quiet and they get back there and they start to doing their thing. Then all of a sudden, about five to 15 minutes of pleasure, just sinful. And guess what? Nine months later, you're talking about a problem. Now, all that pleasure you had for, you count the seconds up. It wasn't real long. <laughs> Sometimes it don't take long at all. And next thing you know, boy, look here, nine months later, look here, that baby going to holler loud. That pleasure going to cause you crying. Look here, milk. Diapers. Pampers, they don't use diapers no more. Now these women got it made. Now they use, they use, they spend all their money up on pampers. They can't wash no diapers no more. That town can't do that. You talking about bank? Look at your pleasure and it's going to keep you broke. It's going to affect your purse. Listen, I don't need no man. Yes, you do. Look here. Ladies, don't be silly like one of the silly women say. I don't need no man. I, my man come in the mail. Oh, they said it. Somebody here said that. You got it? Hey, man. That's pretty good. Look here. Watch it. L- l- listen, listen here. Uh, and the sin which so easy beset us. Then it says, and let us run. The desire to run. Do you have a desire to run. Your company come over. Well, I got company from out of town. Well, I just won't go to church this morning. I'll go. I don't think I'll go to church. I got company coming in. Your company is wait. What you might want to do is tell them, say, listen, y'all need to stay at home or either get your hotel because in the morning everybody in this house we go to service. Right. So what you need to do is you, you just gonna get your hotel sleep over. Then when y'all finish and everything, tomorrow morning y'all can come over, whatever. Right. You gotta take a stand for the Lord somewhere. Right. All right? Desire to run. Watch this here. With patience. Yes, what do you mean with patience? Watch it. Determined to run. I, is that right? Amen. You gotta make a determination. I'm gonna determine. I'm gonna be faithful to God. I don't care what happens. Gotta be like that. And you know what? I can't make you like that, uh, Brandon. I can't 
preach to you and, and just, oh, no, you got to desire. Amen. A lot of people, if you're not desired, I can't help you. Watch it. Run with patience the race, the race. One. The race that is set before them. Us. Watch this here. The direction to run. What direction are you running in? Are you running backwards? Are you running forward? Amen. Upward. At the Savior. All the way through him, depending on Jesus. Somebody say amen there. All the way through him, depending on the Lord. My help come from the Lord. If you run in this race and you think you're doing it by yourself, you missed it. You'll fall. We all need the Lord to help us run this race. That's why we need to pray daily. Say, Lord, I'm getting ready to go to work. I don't know what's going to come out, but Lord, help me as I go. It's hard sometimes. Amen. Look here. Now we're going to look upward at the Savior. The scheme. Godly pattern. What is the scheme? Plan. Look here. We're going to look first of all at the Prince of Peace. You see him? He's the Prince of Peace. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finish of our faith. When you finish your faith, guess what? He there waiting on you. And guess what? He'll help you. Whatever problem you're having, the Lord will help you. He'll help you. All right. That's pretty good. Passion and pain. Look at this. For who, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame. Wait a minute. Jesus Christ died on the cross. Wait a minute. He had to endure the pain. Wait a minute. There was passion and pain that he had to deal with. You mean to tell me Jesus Christ had to go through all that pain and we don't want to have no pain? Do you? Do you think running this race is going to be easy? Anytime you run a race, it's going to be some energy put forth. Amen. Position of power. And watch it. And is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. See his position of power. Amen. Is that pretty good? Our example. Now, uh, the Hebrew writer said, for consider him that endured such con- con- uh, contradiction of the saints against himself. Wait a minute. Our example. Christ had to put up with a lot of crazy stuff. A lot of foolishness. Got it? But he didn't come down off the cross. Amen. That good? Our exhortation, watch it. <laughs> Lest ye be weary and faint in your minds. Need to continue. Listen here. The devil, this is how he gets to us. The mind. The mind. If he can get in your mind, fear, fainting. If he can get, get in your mind, he got you. Keep your minds clear. Keep thou hearts with all diligence. That pretty good? Amen. Watch it. Our what, Brother Fox? Our evaluation. You want to evaluate yourself? Watch this here. Look what he said. 
See, the reason he was writing this to the Hebrews, because some of those Hebrew Christians had went back to Judaism. They, they was on a lot of pressure and they just went back. They got out of the race. What about you? It may be somebody here that's obeyed the gospel, come out of denominationalism, and those folks are on you. Why you become a member of the Church of Christ? You could have stayed here. Hold it. They're working on your mind. You know the truth. Don't go back to that junk. Now watch this here. Our that ye have not yet resisted on the blood, striving against sin. What do you mean? A lot of individuals think running this race is easy. No, it's not easy. Oh, no. I'm, I'm just about finished now. Should have been finished. Had to preach to the church a little bit. Amen. Pretty good. Is that all right? Okay, have you resisted against sin? Wait a minute. Kind of like going on a diet. You know why most diets don't work? Because nobody wants to do nothing hard. I mean, sin. It's pleasure in sin. But it's just for a season. Amen, somebody. Are you here today? You remember the Church of Christ? I want to encourage you to keep on running this race. There's some stuff you're going to lay aside. Come on back. Let's start the new year off good. Now, let's turn these lights out here now. I think we talked long enough. Are you here today? You remember the church? Why don't you return by repentance, confession, and prayer? Is that all right? If you hid and you had to obey the gospel, do it right now as together we stand and sing. We definitely appreciate your attention today given to this sermon preached by John Shannon Sr. Uh, John is the evangelist for the James Road Church of Christ located at 2400 James Road in Memphis, Tennessee. If you have any questions concerning today's lesson, you can contact John at 901-375-9090. We appreciate your support and listening to the preacher's vault.com.